When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. Well, 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 welcome in, oh my Judd's God. Hockey Show. Need a cigarette? Oh, what a game. What a game. Two to one, but fantastic. In overtime, Matt Boldy gives the Wild the win against a uh, very good Devils team. And as, Devils. Of right, as of right now, with the Dallas Stars losing to the Seattle Kraken, um, the Wild is in first place in the Central Division. That's right. 90 points in 71 games. Colorado is idle tonight. They're at 88 points. Dallas uh, playing their 71st game. If they win, they'll move back into first place. Uh, if they get a point, the teams will be tied in points, but the Wild has 41 wins, and they will have the same number of games played. Uh, so there is a chance, as of tomorrow morning, the Wild could be in first place in the Central. They are right now. We saw it all tonight. Uh, Goaltending, up and down action, and overtime. That You know what? I am so thrilled this game didn't end in a shootout. Ending at the 4.58 mark with, yes, a breakaway, but in a but in a hockey sense. Um, my God, what a road game that was. Yeah. That You know, I, dare I say that was almost the perfect road game. Because Good I mean, road period, as they say, yeah. Well, and yes, they got out, they got outshot the wild did 20 to five in the third period. But I don't know, I'm watching that game, and I, I basically thought this the whole game. Uh, it ends up being very true now, but Dex, I, I'm watching that game, and I'm thinking this is really impressive. Like, this mm-hmm. is a really good road game. There's no flukes here. Gustafson, uh, was unbelievable in goal, unbelievable. Vita Vanacek, the former Capitals goaltender, now in the New Jersey goal, unbelievable. Uh, they're both really good teams. My God, like you said, I need a cigarette after that one. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, Matt Boldy, man. I mean, this guy just continues to make some big-time plays, especially since Kaprizov went out. And, and look, this has been a show that has harped on him uh, when it's been warranted. This is a show that's been praising him when it's deserving. And Michael Russo tweeted out this fact that in six games without Kirill Kaprizov, Matt Boldy has six goals and 10 points mm-hmm. when he has taken things over. And, and we talked about this on statements with the uh, former artist known as the hockey whisperer, Phil Mackey, uh, that Marcus Johansson has helped wake him up a little bit, but Matt Boldy is also on his own. Has put this team on his back, if you will, Judd, since Kirill went out um, and they get a huge two points. I mean, I, I can't even remember the last time this team has just got a nice, regulation win it's been a while it feels like at least they they don't get them at least in back-to-back fashions i should say but my goodness i mean he's gassed on that last shift the the devils basically almost won the game goes off the pipe 
Yeah, Boldy skates out, is just completely gassed, barely has his legs underneath him. He's huffing and puffing down the neutral zone into the offensive zone and finds the back of the net. I mean, that that's incredible. They, it was just incredible. Yeah, and a- adding to the impressiveness of this win, it came without uh, Spurgeon because he was sick. I think he's probably got the same influenza or the same illness that uh, Jake Middleton missed a couple games with. So you're without one of your top defensemen now. You still win, as you said, Kaprizov out. Um, let me say this at the boldy factor, because I think it's two-pronged. One is, uh, I think I called him out a couple of weeks ago, and he damn well deserved it, because you know that this is within him. This was dormant for how long, and now we're starting to see it. The other thing, though, and this goes back to what we talked about, and it was a coaching problem that's been rectified. Remember when he was put with Sammy Walker, and we were like, oh, okay, a little more skill and speed there, right? So so when he was with Walker on the other wing, it sort of unlocked him, and Boldy looked good. And then they're like, no, 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 no to Sammy Walker. And if I'm not mistaken, they put Felino. It was, if I'm not mistaken, it was like Eck, Felino, and Boldy. And anyway, it was slower. And, you know, the Johansson pickup has unlocked him again. He needs a guy with skill and speed. That's yeah. what he needs. And and that gets – and Boldy's – He's a complex dude because unless he's got that guy, he doesn't have his confidence. Once he gets his mojo, he's been absolutely fantastic. And that line of Johansson Eck, who plays a very important role because he, well, tonight won faceoffs and also is defensively responsible. And Boldy um, was absolutely, again, for like the third consecutive game, fantastic. You know, I, I, uh, Dex, I mentioned this to AJ on our post game. Judd's hockey show on Sunday, and it remains true. Number one, the amount of breakaways that Boldy gets is absolutely mind-boggling. And two, you know, he misses a ton of them. But he's made he but he he made the one to complete the hat trick against the Capitals. He made the one with two seconds. I think there was 1.3 left, Ryan Carter said. 1.3 yeah. seconds left in OT tonight. Um, but the amount of ice that he's created for himself and and his skill. If a guy is quick enough to get the puck to him, uh, yeah, this guy, this, and and by the way, this is the Boldy I want to see. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's no going back. I, I don't care when 97 comes back. There, this, this is the Boldy I want to see. And I hope the head coach has learned his lesson, which is it's all well and good to tell Matt, you've got to play a certain way. But when you put another skill guy with him, it unlocks something. And that's what, that's what we sort of saw with, with, Sammy Walker, and that's what we 1,000% have seen with Marcus Johansson. And there's nothing wrong with a guy like Boldy needing a little bit of help right there. Um, he no. can't do everything on his own with guys like Frederick Goudreau playing along him or Sam Steele or whoever you want to place any other forward next to him. He needs some help, and Marcus Johansson has basically been that. And he's a guy that was here before but had some weird injuries, broke his arm, just wasn't the same player. Um, and now it's kind of taken things over. And to your point, if they get Kirill back here in a few weeks before the season ends, we're a little less than a month before the playoffs start in the NHL. And the Wild are basically knocking on the door of clinching a spot here probably within the next week or so. Um, that this is the, these are good playoff problems to have, good good situations to go into a thing where it's not just, hey, it's Kirill like it was two years ago, and can they shut him down, and the Vegas Golden Knights can mull him through. Last year, obviously, he had a great offense. He had a very potent offense with Kirill, Boldy, and Fiala. Um, but I think the stabilizing thing, and I, I know it, it, he doesn't get all the credit right now, but Philip Gustafson's been great. Mark andre Fleur over the last two weeks has been great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, these are great problems to have where who knows who starts at game one at this point. It still probably is Gustafson. Wouldn't shock me if it's flurry, but when you have two goaltenders who are playing as well as they are, it just uh, to be the broken record that I am on this rant here, it's good problems to have. And Flurry, um, who's done from what I understand a great job behind the scenes of being a, a, a mentor to Gus and all that. What's really interesting about those two is stylistically they are polar opposites. Flurry's great to watch because he's sliding around. Like you think about him, right? Like he's diving around, he's making saves. He is about as un prototypical especially in 2023 as you could possibly get at times Gustafson what makes him on the nights that he is on and goodness knows that dude was on tonight the Timo Meyer goal was sort of a fluke because he he wrapped it around and he almost tried I think to center the puck and it went off Gustafson's leg or skate and into the net but when Gustafson's on the his positioning and fundamentals is just phenomenal like the way that he squares up the pucks, he he made a save. I think it was on the power play with Dumba in the box late in the game. I think it was off of Nico Heeshear's stick. And, he, uh, you know, Heeshear had a really nice shot. And Gustafson's ability to slide and maintain his, his, um, his positioning and make saves, he is just, when he's on, he is fantastic. And, it's interesting to watch those two because they have nothing in common from a style standpoint, but I think they do a really good job and have done for quite some time now of playing off each other. You know, Dex, one thing I'd like to bring up, and this occurred to me in the first period, and it was true the entire game again, and it was true Sunday, certainly in the win against Washington, and hell, it was true on Saturday against Boston, which was a very good game. The Boston game that the Wild lost, they played, they played well, like they played hard. But what's really impressed me, and this is something we didn't see until, um, I, I would say it started with the Devils game that was here, and I think went to a shootout, the Wild won, and that sort of started the turnaround. Um, but since that game, what just strikes me, and I feel like non-hockey people feel it's a cliche and, and ask you for like examples, and this is a perfect one. The compete level of this team in every game now is so damn impressive. Like when people are like, what does that mean? How do you quantify that? The analytics can't quantify that. I I would urge you to just watch the games. And you can tell when a team is engaged. And that doesn't mean they're going to win every single game. And Boston is damn good. And I'm not saying that the Wild plays perfect games. They don't. But have you noticed that really since that stretch started, and I think the deadline moves help help too. I think the elimination of Jordan Greenway helps a lot. Have you noticed the compete level in every game is just off the charts? Like they're not losing because they don't care. And as silly as that might sound, I see teams that don't care. This team cares and this team plays hard. And it took them a long time to get here. But this, my friend, this is an identity. Yeah, this has been this has been playoff style hockey, and that Devils team's good, man. I mean, that's a good oh, yeah. New Jersey Devils team. That's not the Devils from the last few years. Timo last Meyer, ten years, hell, I know. I forgot Timo was there. We, Jack they, Hughes, they were w- when he was called from the Panthers. I was like, oh, that's right. They got I forgot they got yep. Timo Meyer from the from the Sharks for God's sake. So yeah, that's a really really good Devils team. And to your point, you could have kind of folded going into New Jersey, playing a good Eastern Conference foe, but they don't. Uh, they go out and they actually play pretty well. They weather the storm after being outshot heavily in the third period. 
and to your point of Gus and versus Flurry, yeah, Gus, it's just so quietly sound fundamentals, yeah. right? Like it's okay. nothing sexy, it's nothing flashy. He's not gonna, you know, put that glove out and 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 be exaggerating with with, with the save, but he's just calm in his crease and he's there and he makes all the right saves. Flurry's not afraid to go out of that crease a little bit, right? He's not afraid to <laughs> to flip that arm up and down to make the dramatic save, whether it's necessary or not. Um, they just have been gelling really, really well. And we kind of thought two weeks ago when, when Kaprizov went down that, oh boy, well, after a great uh, a run of, of, of points in about 11, eight straight games, now all of a sudden that's going to come to the end and where are they even going to finish in the playoff spot? And as it stands now, and a lot of things can still happen, almost every team's in action tonight, it seems like. Mm-hmm. The Wild have a chance here to, to win the division um, without yeah. their star player down the stretch. So, yeah, that just goes to show that this is an identity. It's It has been sustainable. Um, it's been really impressive over the last few weeks. And the thing about this is no one would debate it. It takes hard work. Like it's probably, I'm sure it's a fun style when it's successful, but it's probably hard as hell to play, right? Like, you know, back to back. Boston's tough. You play hard. You lose, unfortunately. Washington I wouldn't say that they're super tough, but it's a game the next afternoon, Ovechkin. So like if you committing to play this style takes something. Now it's my belief that that professional athletes should be able to do that and execute it. Uh but to Dean's credit, to the team's credit, as we see here from EV Dog, F Dog 49, Bill Guerin's credit. Um and the Bill Guerin, so so it's interesting that that Evdog49 says Bill Guerin, comma, executive of the year, not a question mark, but a statement by that person. Um, I was given that some thought today. And just to be very clear, I think he's got no chance, but his deadline moves the last two years. If you think about what's transpiring right now, Declan, his deadline moves have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Jake Middleton. I got to admit, if I had heard of Jake before he was acquired from the Sharks, it wasn't a lot. And like I had to scurry to go find him at the yep. time. Um he has turned into one of the most solid just just solid defensemen and really pretty damn good. And Spurgeon's out t- uh, tonight, you know, Middleton doesn't shrink. I think he still plays well. Hell, they gave up one goal. Um, you think about Flurry, right? They keep him. They spin Talbot off to which we're like, oh boy, for Gustafson, to which we're like, who's this? This guy's going to screw him. And he's been phenomenal. Um, I'll continue on. Johansson, they get him back. Both of us are like, hey, well, what? what are you, they got, yeah. you got Johansson back? I mean, come on. They're like, no, no, he's well-liked. He's good. He's been freaking phenomenal. Sunquist gets assists. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you or it was AJ on Sunday, but Sunquist plays like Greenway was supposed to, which isn't a sexy style. It's not like, did you see that play? In fact, I was watching him skate on Sunday. Really not a great skater. He's he's Reeves-esque. He's sort of choppy. But you know what he does? He gets in there and he makes plays and he battles. Um, if you think about what Bill Guerin has put together here, and sort of what we thought about this team a month and a half to two months back. That's a, you know, Bill Guerin deserves a ton of credit. Dean does too. So I'm not trying to sell him short, 
but he has constructed a roster uh, that is damn impressive down to the fourth line. Yeah, the four. I mean, my, I thought Mason Shaw was going to be the hero tonight, right? I mean, he yeah. scores he scores a goal, and that line's been phenomenal. And and look, all those moves have been great. Um, at the time, face value, sometimes we've scratched our heads at them. And you know, I don't think this is. Uh, <laughs> I'll just be pretty blunt here. This is not a show of ass kissers. This is not really our our style to do. We're not going to just going to throw things out left and right because we like a certain sport or like a certain team. And certainly. Bill Guerin has come on the show multiple times. We've talked puck with them. Even I have admitted to him that, hey, I've been wrong about your assessment on things. Not afraid to do that either. Called you um, Called me out for being wrong numerous times. But when you factor in all those trade deadline acquisitions, on top of the fact that there's, what, 15 to 16% penalty cap on them because of the Suter Parise buyouts, yeah. it's more amazing. Look at the Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks stink. They are horrible. They're not a good team. And they have a full, like, almost basically full allotment, right? I, I haven't, I don't know if they have any other crazy buyouts. There's five to six teams in the NHL right now that don't have 16% of their salary tied up to players not playing for them. And Bill Guerin's still able to finagle and be buyers at the deadline, get yeah. a guy like Mojo in, bring in someone like Fleury a year before, flip your goalie who has been weird for even a better goalie. It's been phenomenal and still yielding a really good prospect pool that you still haven't really tapped into fully and you haven't surrendered. It's incredible work. Like, I don't know how anyone can really look at it and say, well, I could have done more or he should be calling up Marco Rossi or there's other things you could be doing. This team is in first place in the central division and they're finding ways to win on very great savvy moves. And the entire roster is gelling. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. And as, as I see, you know, our comments here and yes, this guy can be an adventure at times, but Klingberg, Klingberg has, you know, Klingberg offensively has more, has more skill than most of the wilds defensemen. Um, The way he handles the puck at times in his own zone makes me a little bit crazy. Uh, He's not a trade deadline acquisition, but you know what originally got this thing turned around a little bit was the acquisition of Ryan Reeves from the Rangers. So, yeah, there's just a whole bunch of things. And it feels like, and this is what I like, because far too many times in this town, the GMs don't do this. It feels like a lot of things that we've questioned Bill Guerin about, he has turned around and and um, flipped us the bird, if you will. Like he's been like, okay, you guys, you're morons. Here's why I'm, I'm right. And he's been right. He's been right. Like the rot. In fact, I found out because – he was on a show, I think, um, down in Iowa with his Des Moines team. It's not Rossi. It's Rossi. It's Rossi. Yeah, and roll the R, which I can't. Rossi? Can. Rossi. Rossi. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have, he allowed us to mispronounce his name until now. But anyway, Rossi. yeah, there, there was a time where we, I think we both were like, why don't you call, you know, in fact, I don't think, I know, I said this. Call the kid up. Yeah. Give him a chance. What are you doing? And they're like, no, no, no. And right now, to your point, who are we to say, well, you screwed that up? It, it is just, it is really impressive. This is why so many teams in this town drive me nuts. Because when they don't, it's impressive. Yeah. This team is doing, and and can this team, can this team make a playoff run? Colorado would be tough in the, the first round, but the more I watch them, and I know I'm setting myself up here, okay? 
the more I watch them, the more at least I start to believe that they've got something here. Yeah. Tonight's game gives me a tonight's game really teases me. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Judd50 at Factormeals.com. Hey, by the way, we have like over 700 people watching Judd's Hawk Show right now. So thank you. Hit that subscribe button uh, for Daily Minnesota Sports Entertainment. This is the first time you're watching Judd's Hockey Show. What's up? That's Judd Solgett. I'm Declan Goff. AJ Fredrickson, Jesse Pierce from the Bar Down Beauties and NHL.com also contribute to this podcast. Playoffs are coming up. Some fans have been asking because the Wild are knocking the door. Yes, we will be live after every playoff game. We will still be doing some vent lines as well. So all that will still be uh, on par like we've done the last two seasons. So we're very excited for that. Stay tuned for it. Hit that subscribe button uh, for Daily Minnesota uh, Sports Entertainment right here on Score North and on Purple Daily for Daily Vikings Entertainment. By the way, I mean, if, if Matt Boldy, if, if you're going to that locker room, I mean, I, those, the only thing I had missing from that, Judd, was my friends at Popcorn. I, I didn't have my bag of popcorn next to me. You've I had got it in, like 87 I, of them. I had it up in the counter, and I, I should have had it out because, my God, I was ready to be dumped all up in it. And there, there's, there's plenty of different flavors. There's cheddar. There's Southwest heat. There is dill pickle. Yeah. I said dill pickle, plenty of great options at popcorn. They're located here in Minnetonka in the twin cities off Shady Oak road and highway 62, or for our Minnesota wild fans outside of Minnesota, popcorn.com over 70 flavors of delicious popcorn. Go check out popcorn. When you check out, mention that you heard this too on Judd's hockey show. It helps them out. Of course, helps us out too here at score North. So go check out popped corn. Uh, and a great little healthy snack for a guy like Judd Zolgad, who's lost a bunch of weight from his friends at Livia. Oh, that is absolutely correct. And guess what? If Sports Dad can do it, so can you. Livia Weight Control Center is very important. I said that. Weight control, not a diet, not a quick fad. It is a weight control program. Guess what? Guy on the left, guy on the right. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one guess of which, guy, which, which side of that frame was pre-Livia and which was post. And the best part about it is you are going to keep that weight off. So if it's, you know, it's March right now, it's starting to get a little bit warmer. It's starting to feel like spring, summer is coming. And if you're saying to to yourself, you know, I've put on a few pounds this winter. I want to lose them. Livia is your ticket to do exactly that. If you sign up right now, the first eight weeks are free. That's right. The first eight weeks are free. Talk about being a number one seed. Talk about being a playoff team. Talk about being with a winner. Livia is exactly that. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. And as Dex said, Jesse Pierce joins us weekly. She's going to join us tomorrow. I think one thing I'm going to have have her discuss, and we can uh, bandy about, Declan, is what do you do, assuming health, which is a tough thing to assume. What do you do as far as not just in goal, but... Kaprizov comes back, top line. Um, 
But when when Gustav Nyquist, another deadline acquisition, who's supposed to be set to return from a shoulder injury around the time the playoffs start, like who do you scratch? What do it's an embarrassment of riches right now. And I, you know, I've seen well, Duhame comes out well, really. I mean, he had an end-to-end rush tonight that was beautiful. He had what ended up being the game-winning goal against the Capitals on Sunday. Well, Reeves comes out. Well, really, he's been a glue guy as far as I'm concerned. He's also scored some goals now, so we'll discuss that tomorrow. But uh, this game tonight, just to get back to it, was absolutely a fantastic game. Recency bias in play. But um, I think if you are the Wild, there is a – very good chance because if I let me find the score, I believe it is now three to one. Yep, it's three to one. End of two in Dallas. The Kraken lead the Stars. There's good a news. very good chance that you are going to wake up in first place. And I will say this: my preference, and the team won't say this, but my preference would be win the division. Uh, you might finish second to, as far as the conference goes, to the Golden Knights. Win the division and get uh, one of the two wild cards. Or if you can, or if Colorado passes you, uh, and you're second home ice against the Stars, I'm taking my chances there. Yeah, I, I would feel pretty good against the Stars at this point. Ottinger is really good. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Ottinger a lot. That Stars team's not—they don't scare me as once as as much as they once did about two to three years ago and, and beyond. Their offense has always been pretty pretty top heavy, but doesn't do much for me now. Now Ottinger can get hot, and he could for sure carry them to some playoff wins. That wouldn't shock me one bit. Uh, but I would feel really good about going to a series against a Stars team, against a Kraken team, uh, against someone else in the Pacific at this point. Colorado would be tough, man. I mean, that's yeah. that has seven games probably written all over it, six to seven games written all over it. Uh, you don't want Colorado to get healthy at the right time and run into that buzzsaw, even with how good the Wild are playing. And that's coming from someone, too, who doesn't like to really get too worked up into, I don't want to play this team if my team's also playing really, really well. Uh, but they would for sure be the team I want to face the least. That being said, if the Wild had the home ice advantage, um, I like their chances regardless to go on to a playoff run. But right now, I mean, they're they're playing some of the best hockey, dude. It's it's just been incredible. So speaking of what you just brought up, as we speak right now, the so the Golden Knights would get the top overall seed because they're in first place in the Pacific right now with 92 points. They're tied with the Kings. Uh, but the Golden Knights have a game in hand. The Wild right now would technically then be seed number two. So the Golden Knights would get the Jets as of now, and the Wild would get the Kraken. The only intriguing thing, and I can't tell if this is for real or not, but they beat Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken, tonight. Nashville has moved into uh, three points back of the Jets, two games in hand on the Jets. And the Jets seem to me to be itching to miss the playoffs. Like they have really gone in the toilet. So, uh, yeah, I think if you are the wild, it's not that you uh, can't or won't try or won't have to get through the abs if you're going to advance at some point. Um, but, yeah, a first-round series, if you could finish first place and get the Kraken, I'd take my chances for sure there. So, But this was fun, man. This was fun. I, I can't remember – like this stretch of games, yeah, I know that's what I was about for to the say. last few weeks has just been. But again, what the, this is what I'm always talking about, which is I want to see I want to see the requisite effort to actually try. They're they're doing it every game now. Yeah, 
And now, and now they have even some, you know, cupcake. They got the Hawks coming up. They have the Flyers coming up. But be um, careful. Be careful with those Flyers. Like, I'm serious. Like, don't assume nothing. Yep. I know you but and I mean, Age will probably break that one down on Thursday night. Uh, but then, look, dude, next week, this time next week, Kraken, Avalanche, Golden Knights, Golden Knights, Penguins, Blues. I mean, it, they, they yep. still got uh, so, some tough tests oh, yeah. here this time next week. The season ends on April 13th. We're about three weeks away from that. And the playoffs start, I believe, April 19th. Um, yep. and, and and we'll see what happens, how the chips fall, where, the, where they're lining up there. But, man, mm-hmm. this has been, to your point, I mean, we've come on here a few different times, right? And we've said, man, these have been some really fun hockey games. Even the way they, you know, at the beginning of the month, they lost the Flames one nothing in a back and forth game. Um, it's just been, it's been a blast. It's been a lot of fun watching a lot of these games. Absolutely. And as Sue just said, there, don't underestimate the pesky Flyers. Okay. Torch teams scare me. Torch teams scare me. Okay, we're done. So I am going to. Uh, I don't know if you've got the uh, Ode to Joy tune or not. I don't, but I can maybe But I'm go... going to wave the flag regardless. Wave the flag. Here, just Here's give it the wave. wild flag. There you go. No, there you... No. you know, there's no room for petty bull. Bill Guerin, there is no room for petty BS on Judd's Hockey Show or with this Minnesota Wild team. Hit that subscribe button. Thanks for everyone for hanging out with us. We got a packed room right now. And again, if this is the first time you're discovering Judd's Hockey Show, thank you. Hit the subscribe button, run Apple, run Spotify, Score North app, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Score North. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Some write that down predictions with uh, the artist formerly known as the Hockey Whisperer. Maybe some predictions from L.A. He's out in California right now. Might be crafting a few predictions as we speak, Judd. So very excited to hear from that right. accountability session. Uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, and remember to pass, shoot, score. Listen. You guys know what this is all about, right? Right? What's it all about? Bergie? Hard work and having fun. F- that. This is about f- winning.